Hello. Oh, hi everyone. Hello. So we're the Geeky Ones. We're a podcast uh, about video games, comics, wrestling, anime, movies, and anything else geeky under the sun. So I'm Jude. And I'm Steven. And our topic for today is um, what is your most suited gaming purchase? So we asked a few people around on Facebook. So I asked, uh, so we asked some friends, uh, some batchmates, some schoolmates. So we asked what's their most suited gaming purchase. So um, what's the criteria for that? Um, suited would mean, uh, you know, getting the most out of your money, bang mm-hmm. for your buck. So it doesn't matter if it's a discount, a sale, or you bought a full collector's edition, you know, you bought a collector's edition for full price. So it doesn't yep. matter. Just as long as you think you got your money's worth, it's a valid, uh, it's a valid choice. So mm-hmm. I have um, nine responses and I think Steven has like four yeah, three or four. I'll have to double yep. check. And um, I have two of my own, and I think, Stephen, you have two? Two. Or two one? as well. Two, two okay. as well. So I think we can start by mentioning our responses first. Mm-hmm. Uh, our respondents. Yeah, and then we go, uh, we go up to that, and we go to our, uh, our stories. All right, let's start off with number one. Number one is from Sean Managoto. So he's a he's a fantasy artist. That's mm-hmm. how I think you could describe him. So he he draws a lot of um, high fantasy art. Recently, recently though, he drew a uh, um, Doom guy and Isabel in one uh, one artwork. It's, mm, it's that's adorable. Because yeah, because um, Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing are have just released and they released almost at the same time so mm-hmm. both fandoms are just collaborated with each other so he has uh he has nice art on that so that's great um, if you're interested in fantasy art you can um, follow his page um the art of saint kyle so uh s-a-n-e-k-y-l-e so that's his art page on facebook so you can view some of this, uh, some of this really detailed, awesome artwork if you're a fan of uh, fantasy art. Mm-hmm. Okay, so his choice is um, Neo. So Neo, he bought it in la- on launch price nice. back in 2017. Mm-hmm. So for him, the game is full of content. So it's like uh, Neo is kind of like a Souls-like game, hack and slash. Uh-huh not really sure with that so um i'm not sure if the pace is faster or slower but it's a koei tecmo game so hack and slash is uh somewhat their forte if you if you're familiar with uh dynasty warriors and samurai warriors but i don't think it's uh in that fashion so yeah so he got it in launch price and he said the game was full of content, similar to like uh, a PS2 game, an older PS2 oh, game. That's a good sign then, because during the PS2, there wasn't that much. The concept of DLC was still kind of new, but I think it really started to happen around the time, I think, midway through the PS3's lifetime. 
Yep. Um, for PS2, you don't get DLCs. You get like uh, international editions, special editions. So yeah, you buy the original game, and mm-hmm. then you buy the you buy the new version of the game. So with mm-hmm. just one extra mode. So sometimes it's worth it. Sometimes not so much. One good addition back then that I liked was the Final Fantasy twelve International Zodiac Job System. I hope I got the title right. Mm-hmm. It's basically Final Fantasy twelve with an enhanced uh, job system. I think it was easier to use and had more features. So that's great. That's that and so for here, so for Sean here, he enjoyed Neo. Um, enjoyed Neo. He got our. Uh, his money's worth, and he also bought the Neo Complete Edition, mm-hmm. I think. Although, okay. for him, that, that game is worth it uh, with all the DLC included, so it's a really loaded game. Ah, nice. It's actually a nice choice, nice way to start, mm-hmm. artist. So, all right, number our two. Our next one is a bit, <laughs> yeah, number two is a bit different, so. Uh, it's not a game. It's uh, it's basically buying a downloadable or it's buying in-game cash in a sense. Mm-hmm. So for him, oh, so our friend or my friend here is Kiyoresu. So he's an Apex Legends player. So we uh-huh. tend to play. Uh, we tend to squad up every now and then. So mm-hmm. um, at times we get to you know we get to get a few wins and a few fun games. So he also creates content for uh, content related to Apex Legends, some videos. So whenever he wins, he has a few uh, a few highlight reels. So I get to be a part of that sometimes. So it's really fun. I think I got to be a part of that like last season. So it's fun. So um, for Facebook, he is Kiyoresu. So K I O R E S U. So if you're a fan of Apex Legends, you can support his Facebook page so he gets to, you know, uh, create more Apex Legends content as well. Hmm. Alright, so what's their okay. choice of suited video game purchase? Okay, um, for him it's the Apex Legends Battle Pass. So, mm. here's how it goes. When you buy the Apex Legends Battle Pass, so let's say I bought it Season 1, which I did. Um, yeah. You, get, you pay like um, 1,000 Apex Coins. Just for the battle pass, mm-hmm. and um, upon while grinding, you get uh currency, so you get coins, apex coins, while uh, leveling up your battle pass. So once you finish the battle pass, you also get one thousand apex coins as well in the end. Mm-hmm. So what happens then is that you already get. Uh, by next season, if you want to buy the battle pass, you don't have to pay for it. you don't have to pay for another one because you already grinded through all the battle pass levels just to buy another battle pass. So that if for a lot of players they've been doing that since season one, so the only purchase they ever uh, paid for on Apex is the season one battle pass. So that's really suited because you get you get to play. Seasons worth of content, just as long as you keep grinding the game. So the battle pass just gives you everything, mm-hmm. uh, one purchase, and then just as long as you keep playing, you don't have to pay for anything for special cosmetics and other apex packs. So really, so the battle pass. So I need to make sure I 
keep on uh, not paying my battle pass on one of my accounts. So all right. Yeah. Okay. Um. Next one is uh, Aziza. So she's uh, the next set of people. Three people, I think, are my batchmates. Mm-hmm. So my batchmates. So um, it's a really uh, her purchase is two things. So one is legal, one is illegal. <laughs> Let's not say that. <laughs> well, then again, it's um, old. It's old. Yeah, so it's a nice. It's gonna be a nice conversation about digital piracy as well. So yes, her illegal purchase or her yeah her shady purchase was <laughs> an Edge DS card back mm-hmm. uh, a few years back. So the Edge DS card is like the R four. I think mm-hmm. they're similar. Yes. So what happens is it's basically like jailbreaking the console. So you mm-hmm. they you can easily pirate games and put it all in one card. So mm. it was a big issue for Nintendo back then because you know DS games were easy to pirate. So that means uh, sales numbers of original copies get uh, get affected. And yeah, it's a really big issue back then. And it, and the problem was. It was uh, it, there was a glitch in um, Nintendo system that made it easy to actually pirate games. In was this the original DS or are we talking about the 3DS? Um, the original one, the 3DS. Ah. I don't think it had it had uh, it has uh, that much of um, piracy issues. I know it mm-hmm. has a few, but it's not as bad as what the DS experienced because mm. the DS R- Edge Card in R4 it was wild. To be fair, though, a lot of Nintendo yeah. games tend to be more expensive. They make the console cheaper, but the the games end up being a bit pricey. Like for the Switch, yeah, um, right? don't really get markdown prices for Nintendo yeah. games. Yeah, the Switch is around like what? Games. Yeah, the Switch now is around seventeen k, around yep. that range. And then a, a Switch game is like what two eight three thousand. It's such a huge contrast, right? Such a huge contrast to the PS4. Yeah, the cheapest for the Switch is 1,800, I think. Okay, okay. All right. So, next item of your friend. Her next item. So, she has two. So, her totally legal purchase is a (laughs) Razer Kraken gaming headset. So, Mm -hmm. uh, I would like a gaming headset as well. And a Razer headset is pretty nice. So, Razer is a gaming. Pro gaming equipment provider, so they provide control, pro controllers, pro keyboards, gaming mouse, gaming mice. So, and I think gaming monitors as well. So they, they have. So basically, they they design their um peripherals to be really uh to be really high performance to allow you to enhance your gaming experience. So if you're a competitive gamer. Buying Razer gear is uh is a nice choice, nice investment in general. How long has she had the Razer Kraken? Um, five years. So wow. surprising. D-bye. Um, yeah, my earphones don't even last for more than eight months at time. So So aside from the wear and tear, like the outside, the how it looks, you know, of course, it five years would give it a few uh, bumps and bruises. Mm-hmm. Uh, it still works well. So That's excellent. It managed to survive. According to her, it managed to survive World of Warcraft raid wipes. Um, 
she beat a number of games while wearing it and she mm-hmm. also uses it i think for music and watching videos so everyday use okay but like, is this computer friendly and, though the the headset because i'm looking at it right now i'm not sure it's the most computer friendly i think it's headset. bulky so i think it's i think you know it's it, it's used at home ah Okay. Unless you're unless you're uh you're a strong soul care with uh wearing the razor. Yeah, it looks really outside. bulky. So it's fine. Yeah. Alright. Next yeah, up so, on our list. Oh wait. She also mentioned that the razor crack and surround sound oh. helped save her a few games. Uh mm-hmm. helped save her in a number of games. Especially during those uh competitive games. So I'd like a headset that would have nice surround sound, so you know, I'd hear enemies behind me when I play shooters like Apex. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's a really solid... Uh, this is a solid choice because I think this is the only gaming uh, accessory men- mentioned in the whole list. So, great choice. Great choice. Okay. So, for the next one is um, uh, Claire. So, she's another batchmate. She was my classmate uh, when during my last year in high school. So, She's a big gaming fan. She, I think, she, um, if if I recall correctly, she's a big fan of games like Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Awesome stuff. So, her gaming purchase was the Corpse Party Ever After Edition game for the PS Vita. So, it's a collector's edition. So, she got the soundtrack and art book, which is a mm-hmm. uh, Always good, right, Stephen? Oh, it's a Dojin game. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a, man. It's a fun game. Mm-hmm. So, she also, she also got um an art book. Oh, the art book was a really detailed one, so no, no, uh, no doubt that you know this is already a good gaming purchase. So, she uh, although she didn't like the game in general, like the mm-hmm. Third, this is the third game of the trilogy, so it's not as good as the other ones, as she said, yeah. but it's a nice way to finish the whole series. And yeah, it's satisfying. So um, she said that, you know, Japanese special editions are a bit expensive, but, you know, what you get is worth it. And I agree yeah. because I see a lot of Japanese editions when I go to gaming stores. And yeah. I, I, I always look at them and say, like, I think I want this. You know, even the basic ones that have just the steel book, those yes. steel books are really detailed. They look really good. So mm-hmm. I agree with with this pick. So next one is the her purchase, her console is a PSP. Ah. Uh, so the old PSP school PSP, is, yeah? The original one. Yep. Yeah. OG PSP. So her PSP has been through a lot of gaming and a lot of visual novel games. So she's mm-hmm. a big fan of visual novels. So it's a really, uh, it's a really nice, uh, really nice uh, genre of games. So, and it's a lot, a lot of Japanese games. There are a lot of visual novels. I, I'm not sure if you can count how many visual novels are released in each year. So it's really crazy. So, yeah, she she played a lot of games there. She also used it to watch a lot of, um, a lot, uh, listen to music and, um. Watch anime, anime, I guess. So, yeah. yeah, um, you know, the PSP was a was like a smartphone back then, so you can play a lot, you can watch movies and listen to music 
while while using the PSP. So it's a it's a media player in of itself. Although <laughs> my only complaint with the OG PSP is the battery life uh kinda sucks. It had an iconic design though, to be fair. And it had such yeah, it was... huge potential that never really got to be fulfilled in my opinion. Had yeah, had Sony PSP been was... Yeah. Yeah, the PS Vita was the was supposed to be the next step, but yeah, it 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 declined spectacularly, so they discontinued that. But the original PSP line, the series yeah. of that of those uh, versions of PSP, they were they did well. Yeah, so I feel like I feel like where I kind of want to know now where Sony went wrong with the PSP because it was so good. It was. It was an alternative to the Game Boy at that point, or the DS. It it was well, it was is, inching very it close. It the DS, so that was the problem. Mm. But I feel like the fact that the DS, even with the low graphics, their games were just so good. Yeah, and I feel like the PSP was just countering by filling their market full of games instead of you know quality. Yeah, but- the problem of uh, but the problem of the DS is that it had too many bad games as well it, because it was easy to develop. It was kind of like the Wii. They both yeah. had the same problem of having hundreds and hundreds of awful games that are just thrown around. Though now I think for the problem for the PSP is that you know it's not the DS. It's not a Nintendo system. So more. Most people are used to buying portable Nintendo systems, and That's the true. PSP is That's just true. like seen as like an alternative, like a slightly pricier alternative. So I think yeah. that's where it had difficulties. You know, it had difficulty penetrating the market that you know Nintendo already had for thirty years. So mm-hmm. and they still have it. You know, the 3DS is still going strong, and I don't think they'll concede the portable gaming market because um... the Switch itself is portable. Yeah, I feel like the 3DS is pretty much done at this point. So I feel like that's pretty much it. It's time for the Switch to become the all-in-one. Um, yeah, you know, the Switch divide everything divider. because it's a it's a full game console, but it's yeah. also a portable gaming system. So it's a hybrid that actually can play AAA games, mainline console games. So, you know, it's a big feat for that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next uh, is another batchmate. So Kina, I just played with her a few a few hours ago. So okay. yeah, she's a batchmate. So I play Apex Legends with her. She's an avid PS4 player. She plays with her husband regularly. So she shares some gaming content. She has a YouTube channel. Oh, I forgot to ask her that. So okay. I'll be but yeah. She's a very uh, she's an avid PS4 gamer. So. Her purchase, uh, uh, her Sulit gaming purchase is undoubtedly the PS4. So ah. she said that, you know, it's easy to share games with, on it. You don't have to spend too much on upgrading your hardware because the PS4 is already set. That's true. For years. And, you know, games are cheap on the PS4. So you can get, uh, you can get games for lower prices after a few months. You know, even if the price, price cut is minor, you can pay for much less. Yeah, you know, less than launch price in a short period of time. So, yeah, so for her, it's easy for her to create gaming content as well because um, PS4 has Share Factory. So that's true. It's uh, it's it's a bit simple. It it's not really a spectacular tool, but it's really effective in you know 
making some nice uh, edits. I, I used it a couple of times, so it's really fun. Um, yeah, so for her, it's a PS4. Um, next one is a uh, is Danica. So she's an upperclassman. Um, yeah. So she's a she's an avid gamer. She has her own YouTube channel. So her channel is Damn It Danica. So that's D A M M I T Danica. So she and you spell the Danica. Her, Danica is D A N C I I C A. Ah, okay. Okay. So. She's a really uh she's a really avid gamer. One well, perhaps the most active gamer on among my friends list on Facebook. So mm-hmm. she buys uh she she tends to buy a lot of um collector's editions. Really awesome, uh really awesome. So her Sulit gaming purchase, you know, being a person who has bought so many games, her Sulit gaming purchase came, was a few years ago, so she bought three games for the price of uh, 2,700 pesos. So that's like a lunch time. Wow. <laughs> so three games for the price of, uh, oh, no, not, not lunch title, for lunch price games. So for a few okay. games. So she got Assassin's Creed 4, mm-hmm. Black Flag, yep. Assassin's Creed Unity, and Sniper Elite 3 for the, for, for the price of one, one big game. All she three. got three. Crazy. She got three open world stealth <laughs> games, and that's awesome. I agree with wow. those kinds of purchases. Mm-hmm. I remember buying uh buying two open world games in one at one time and I really enjoyed it. So um I like her picks here, especially Assassin's Creed Black Flag, because I enjoyed that game. It's my favorite Assassin's Creed game. It's the first one I played in the franchise. So but it's the game that allows you to be a pirate assassin and, you know, fulfill your Pirates of the Caribbean ambitions. And you get to, you know, you get to use a ship, save Assassin's your, your fellow, <laughs> yeah, your fellow sailors sing while you're riding the ship. And honestly, the pirate combat here and the naval combat, it's really the best part of the game. And until now, I think it's hard to surpass the quality of this game. This is perhaps yeah. the Best all-around Assassin's Creed game, like good sto- a combination of good story, solid gameplay, and you know the historical setting was really interesting. You know, mm-hmm. you rarely see games tackle the golden age of piracy. Ah, that's great. So yeah, you get to meet Blackbeard in the game as well. Mm-hmm. So that's the best part. Mm-hmm. Next, um. Next is Tony. So our fellow schoolmate, a fellow history mate. Yeah. So members of the Geeky Ones Brain Trust know him very well. So yeah. he's a he's a avid gamer. I used to play a lot of Call of Duty with him and Dota when we were in college. So he's really good at COD. So uh yeah, he's been playing Call of Duty for a lot of years already. So, so you know, he has honed his skills to a good extent. So mm-hmm. solid. Um, his Sulit game purchase is also the PS4. So he has his he got his PS4 six years ago. So has never broken down. And you know he played so many games, different genres of games. So I think yeah, the PS4 is really one of the mo- most durable consoles. I think this console generation is very durable. Surprisingly, yeah. Like um, um I, the only one that was a bit weird would be the Wii U. Yeah, the Wii U was, well, let's just say the Wii U 
was already struggling from the start. But yeah. hardware wise, I don't think it it even got problems as well. Like uh no Xbox during of that, no PS3 um overheating, lagging or anything, performance yeah. issues. So the PS4, Xbox One, Switch and Wii Wii U really had a lot of uh had a lot of optimized hardware. So yeah. Know, yeah, that's why, you know, the only problem we have on our PS4s, I guess, Steven, is dusting it up. <laughs> the, very true. The, the dust gathers very fast. I think that's the biggest challenge because it is electronics. Dust will gather no matter what. Yeah. So the PS4 is basically one, one expensive dust bunny. So mm-hmm. we you gotta have your, your, mini, your mini vacuum or like a can of canned air or something. Yeah, or at least just wipe your PS4, the surface of your PS4 regularly yep. after you. So uh, I have to do that later because it's just getting dusty right now. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's Tony's pick. And we're at number eight. So this is Earl, member of the Geeky Ones Brain Trust. Yeah. So his gaming purchase is perhaps the biggest Sulit gaming purchase here that we'll, we'll, we'll discuss. So it's with The Witcher 3. Game of the Year edition, which mm-hmm. I also have that I haven't played. So, Witcher 3, you get the base game, uh, which is already like 200 hours of wow. gameplay, even more. So, people Crazy. have spent hundreds of hours just exploring this game and not even uh, not even finishing it. You know, there's still so much to do. There's so many side quests to explore. There's the main story, which is awesome. There's just you can get lost in the map and do whatever, you, what almost whatever you want. And there's a card game, a full within the game. card game. Yeah, imagine wow. like you have a bit. They have a like a light version of Hearthstone, somewhat uh-huh. like that. In a, or in a kind of like yeah. RPG game. Or could you say they kind of how in Animal Crossing on the GameCube, they found a way to insert Excite Bike within the game. So you can play Excite Bike while playing Animal Crossing, kind of like that. So you get a full mini, you get basically get a full mini game on top Mm -hmm. of 200 hours worth of perhaps the best RPG experience of this console generation, perhaps the best game of this console generation. Mm -hmm. So, along with the base game, which is already epic in of itself, the Game of the Year edition has the Iron and Blood expansion, or am I getting that wrong? Uh, Hearts of Stone expansion and uh, Iron and Blood. I forgot the name of the other expansion, but you basically get like an extra 80 hours yeah. gameplay for those That's two DLCs. 80 hours. Maybe an extra yeah. 100, an extra yeah, 100 hours. Because you get a, a new section of the map and yeah, because the thing with Witcher 3 is that you can explore it as you would, as how you would like it, you know? So it's kind of like with, uh, Breath of the Wild, wherein if you want to do, you could go straight to Ganondorf and kill him right away. Uh, well, not really. No? You can't go to There's the no end progression. Game directly, but, okay. But you, can, but you can act like, you know, you're a Witcher, so you're, you're a bounty hunter, hunt, you're a bounty monster hunter, so mm-hmm. you can... You can basically spend hours upon hours just doing that, or helping um other citizens of uh of of the whole map of the whole game world. Mm-hmm. And trust me, there's like when I started the game, which I want to restart now. There's like 
a poster filled with tasks. There's like eight tasks. Yeah. And the thing is, after you finish that one, it one of the they refresh. So, like, even the minor tasks, there's are are worth doing. So there's so much things to do. One of the best things, one of the best reasons why um, it takes so much time to accomplish things because the ta- the side quests are very meaningful. Like they impact the game. So when you do a side quest, it could lead to, uh, you know, someone helping you out in the future or wow. someone dying in the future. So it's uh-huh. really a choice-based game. So there's a lot of uh, choices that you can do. So yeah, there, there's no doubt the game of the year edition is the perfect way to play this game. So mm-hmm. yeah. So All right. So what's his other Switch purchase? Uh, the last one or on my list of respondents is Gabe Piolo. Wait, so did, we didn't talk about Earl's Xbox. No, no, no. He didn't. He well, his Xbox Game Pass is perhaps his other Sugit game. Yeah. Because it's like the Netflix of gaming, like pound for pound, price per price. Mm-hmm. You get the most value out of um, out of uh, out of the whole package because you get to have uh, free games per month, and you get to access them. It's kind of like a, a better version of PS Plus. Because they give you better games each month. Yeah, you you basically get a sol- <laughs> uh, a more solid set of titles every mm. month. I mean, and, one of the recent uh, things that came for yeah. PS Plus is the Goat Simulator. Yeah, and you also <laughs> and right now you right now Monster Hunter World is free, but um, Xbox Game Pass has uh has a more comprehensive list of games because mm-hmm. you know they. Microsoft invested a lot on this and it's perhaps the best thing they ever did for this console generation because in general they were stopped by Nintendo and Sony this uh this set, this uh half decade or so. Yeah. So it really is going to be exciting what we're going to see for the next generation of video games. Yeah. I think um for me centering Xbox centering around their Game Pass would do well for their future and keep themselves competitive in the console war. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so that's your guy. Next that's guy yeah. on my list. So Gabe Piolo. So he's a musician. So he has his solo work mm-hmm. before. Although you can listen to his band Paper Moon on Spotify. Ah, so, so if you're a fan of um uh, Filipino independent music, um yeah, he's a he's a really a talented musician. He has. He ha- he's been around. He's been around for a uh, for a while now, for a few years, doing uh, playing good music. So, um, yeah, better listen to him on Spotify if you're a fan mm-hmm. of listening to music. So, his gaming purchase is also a PS4. Let's just get that uh, out of the way. All right. So all he's right. a he's a guy who has um who likes uh, high powered laptops, desktops, but yeah. Despite that, you know, he still enjoys playing his PS4. Mm-hmm. So, you know. It just yeah, shows how, how appreciated that system is. Yeah, and right now, I think it's the third best-selling console, fourth best. Wow. And I think by the end of its lifespan, it's going to stay that way or a bit higher. I don't think it can reach exceed the PS2. Mm-hmm. Not yet, but, you know, I th- it, it just might. 
this might beat the Wii and the Nintendo DS, the OG DS. We just have to wait for, no, we just have to wait for FF7 Remake to officially come out because, you know, I mean, it's the coronavirus. Yeah, it did get the PS4 is already in a position, yeah. PS4 yeah. is already in at 100 million consoles sold. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all it needs is just a few million more. Like <laughs> 10 million, 20 million more just Grabe. to receive the sales numbers. But, yeah, it's Ooh. going steady for them. So, mm-hmm. it's a pretty soon purchased in general because the PS4 is one of the more durable consoles of this generation. Although, I've seen a lot of people have disk drive issues, but, you know, in in general, it works really well. Yeah, that's true. Like, I think I've had more errors with the PS3 than the PS4 than I, like for the past few years of ownership. Yeah. Okay, All right. So, so time for your purchases. We go to your... We go to your respondent, Stephen. So it's a yeah. short one. It's just it's a very short one. It was more of um, how do I describe it? It was yung sulit as in sulit as in it was fun. It was worth the money. That's pretty much it. So, okay, so for my friends, it was Overcooked Two. Uh, the yeah, other ones were hey. yeah, Uncharted Three. Ah, uh, no, not Uncharted Three. The Uncharted Collection. Um, oh man, that's the oh, best uh, Sugit gaming purchase. One of the best ones. You get three of the best Naughty Dog games of mm-hmm. the PS3 in one package. So, you know, I, I finished that one. I remember finishing that one in like two weeks because I really enjoyed the game. Man, remember, remember the days when we didn't have to worry about work? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did that. I played Uncharted after work back then. So, like, <laughs> yeah. And then the other two are Horizon Zero Dawn and Watch Dogs 2. So Watch yeah, Dogs 2... I wish 2... more people want, want, played Watch Dogs 2 because it's a really solid game. Mm. I you feel know, like Ubisoft it's... Ubisoft a... a lot of bad rep. Yeah. But you know, it, this one's good. I feel like the only good game they had for a while now is well, Assassin's Creed. And then you did say that Watch Dogs 2 is a major improvement over Watch Dogs 1. Right? Yeah. Such but not many movement. people played it, so it kind of died. Mm. It kind of not so. It didn't sell well. Oh, that and, sucks. Uh, and then Horizon Zero Dawn now, is one of the big exclusives, right? Yep, uh, I finished yeah. that one. I got the complete edition myself, so mm-hmm. it's a really enjoyable game. So the complete edition gives you access to a digital art book and the Frozen wow. Wild expansion. So mm-hmm. it's a nice, solid purchase and. The thing is, the game world is really big as well. So you can spend like 100 hours on this. Kind of like GTA Five, yeah? Yeah, you can spend so much time. And I like the details in this game. The graphics, you know, the mechanized uh, dinosaurs, the mechanized <laughs> monsters in the game yeah. are so fun to take down. Because like you can, um, you can hit an arrow to each part of the body and some... Those some of those parts will fall off. So it's like mm-hmm. it's really awesome to see. Like you're you're playing a sci-fi movie just for oh, that. You kind of dropped. You kind of dropped a bit. You played the sci-fi what? So like a sci-fi movie. Oh, I see. Nice. Like a sci-fi movie. So although the only thing I hate about Horizon Zero Dawn is when you're facing humans, they suck. <laughs> okay. They're really annoying. Like, the machines mm-hmm. I can deal with, like, even the biggest ones, you know, I don't care if I take 30 minutes just to take down the biggest one, but mm-hmm. I know the rewards are just worth it. But the humans? Uh, uh, 
All right, let's go to our personal uh, Sulit purchases. Let's start off with you, Jude. What are your Sulit okay, video game purchases? I have two, so I have two to mention. So I'll start with my purchase of Batman Arkham Knight. So ah. I got it for 800 pesos, which is 15 bucks in US dollars. Yep, that's right. So, which is, uh, I can tell you, uh, the base game for me is okay. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a nice arc. It's a nice conclusion to the Arkham trilogy. Although the Batmobile and the Arkham Knight reveal was a bit disappointing. Yeah, I mean, it, this was the can, fourth game, right? Yeah, like yeah. fourth game. Okay, although you get uh, what else? Sorry. You get to play. You get to explore Gotham. That's the best part. You get to explore Gotham City. That that's what I enjoy. Like the game is so deep, is so uh so abundant in detail and in and stuff to do. So there's like Batman challenges, Riddler riddles. They mm-hmm. suck, by the way. A lot, of, <laughs> half of them suck. Or yeah, yeah, half of them suck. I just finished them just so I could punch uh, the Riddler in the face. <laughs> totally oh, worth it. Uh, got me a trophy and. It, it's basically a match where, you know, Batman and Catwoman beat up the Riddler. It's, it's, it's just uh, satisfying. Oh, comic book husband and wife. Well, they yeah. should oh. be. They should be. Ah, well, <laughs> we have to talk about that soon. Um, yeah, I mean, James yeah, Tynion is doing very well with that. All right, so, you're, sorry, going back. Yeah, okay. So I got this for 800 pesos. If it were just the base game, I would have said, like, yeah, good purchase. But then I realized that my friend didn't use his season pass code. Oh, and you got it before expiration. Yeah, uh, it Ah. doesn't expire until... I got this 2018, so it doesn't expire until 2022, 2023. Perfect, perfect. Because my GTA expired. Just because, because, you know, they know that if some people won't use it, some people would sell it again. Mm-hmm. So just in case you don't want to use this season pass, you can uh, you can stick around for a few more years before it expires. So that's great. I used it. So I used this. So here's what you can get from the season pass. For for starters, you get all of the Batmobile challenges. So that means yeah. you also unlock Batmobile skins. So you mm. get the Dark Knight Batmobile skin, the Batman versus Superman Batmobile skin. Oh, that was so good. The, this is such a good Batmobile. You get the Michael Keaton Batmobile skin. <laughs> I think Damn. you do. And then, and then, of course, you get the legendary Adam West one. Oh. Now, I can tell you, that one looks beautiful. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it really is. There's, not, there's nothing else to say. It's It's... It's a beaut. What else is there to say? Yeah. Although I can say the Tumblr is still my favorite. Yeah, I mean, because the Tumblr really changed the way people saw the Batmobile, right? Yeah, it's now before, a war machine. Before the Tumblr, the most recent uh, Batmobile was George Clooney, I think. Right? There was, a, there, yeah. there was this long gap between uh, Christian Bale Batman and George Clooney Batman, right? So the George Clooney Batman Batmobile is kind of a extreme archi- extreme extreme mechanical design. Yeah, it's um, more of a ki- style. Kind of a like a white elephant. It wasn't functional. Yeah, it's more at of all. aesthetic rather than exactly, function. Exactly. There we go. And then you get the Tumblr, which is basically a Batmobile. Um, 
you know, making a child with a Humvee. <laughs> Did you, does it include the bike that comes out in The Dark Knight? Oh, in, in Arkham Knight? No, no, no. Yeah, oh, but, but you get to drive it. You get to drive it so freely. I really enjoy driving it. Although, I don't... They can't use any weapons, but it's still ah, fun to drive around the Tumblr. Oh, on top of that, you also get the classic Batman skins to go along with it. So, you get the mm-hmm. Michael Keaton Batman skin, which is, for me, my favorite bat suit. So, Michael Keaton bat Batman. You get the Ben Affleck Batman, which is wow. actually a good suit. It's a really good suit, to be fair. It just... For me, people it's, it's just rugged, did not, it's heavy yeah. People just kind of overlook Ben Affleck as Batman. Because honestly, he was the best Batman for me since Kevin Conroy at the time. Maybe best best since yeah. Christian Bale. I mean, for me, he was, he was good. He was good. Sayang na. Sinayang na siya ng WB. We better talk about Robert Pattinson Batman soon. So yes. That's when, when we get more details on the movie, yeah. Okay, so you also get the Adam West skin. So you oh, get the Happy Batman series skin. Can you do the Batusi, the Batman dance? I'm not sure. I don't oh. think you can. But but you imagine you get the Arkham Combat while yeah. wearing Adam West. <laughs> so serious. Yet. Do you get the POW effect or no? I'm now I think you get you can See the power effects in one Batmobile challenge when you play oh, the Adam West one. Oh shit, that's fun! Yeah, kind of like how in Lego, Lego, yeah, kind of like Lego Batman Three. In Lego Batman Three, the the other characters when you punch, it's normal Lego punching. But when you use uh, Burt Ward Robin or Adam West. West Batman, it has the power effect and everything. And even Catwoman, like Julie Newmar Catwoman, it's such a fun, fun effect. Anyway, um, oh, yeah. what else was included in the game? In you, the, you also DLC? get the 60s uh, Catwoman skin. So Julie yeah. Newmar, Earth Kit. <laughs> yeah. Lee Merriweather. Um, oh, you also get the hockey, hockey, uh, hockey pad Dark Knight suit. <laughs> hockey pad Dark Knight suit. What was that? I can't remember. Oh, the Hold Christian on. Bale suit. You know, they, they always joke around that it has. Ah, he's not wearing hockey pads. Yeah. Well, it is an iconic yeah. suit. It is iconic. It's, yeah. it's unique. Okay, so you get the Batmobile challenges. You get those skins. You also yeah. get missions for each of the Bat family. And you get mission a mission for Harley Quinn. And you get a mission for... um, Wait. Yeah, you get mission from that. And uh, and Catwoman as well. She has oh, her, her own expansion. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so Har- the Harley Quinn level is a short one. All of those are short missions, like mm-hmm. one-off levels. Ah, okay. Although, although Batgirl's Batgirl's level was the biggest, so you get to play in one big amusement park, and in mm. the end, you face off Joker and Harley Quinn with Batman. So you get to switch around wow. between them. So this but, version of Arkham Knight um, does it lead to the killing joke for Barbara? Oh, yeah, she turns into the Oracle. So it's a prequel uh, DLC. Mm-hmm. Oh, it gets gets. So, yeah, you get you get Dick Grayson, Rob, uh, Dick Grayson Nightwing. Yeah. Uh, you get Tim Drake Robin, and you get Red Hood. Jason Todd. <laughs> yeah. Although I do enjoy Jason Todd's moveset because he has mm-hmm. double pistols. He, yeah. He straight up kills everyone. <laughs> 
I mean, he is supposed to be the most violent member of the Bat Family besides Cassandra Cain, but that's another story. Anyway, what yeah. is your next? Uh, do you have another? Do you have another Sulit Gaming purchase? Yeah, so basically, let's just conclude that the Arkham Knight season pass was worth it because, oh yeah, I forgot. You also get the mission where you faced off Rage Al Ghul, Killer Croc, and Mr. Freeze. Wow, wow. That's like, that's like a throwback to the animated series. Nice. Yep. All right. And I think you also get the Scarecrow missions. Ooh. Which is so really mind-bending and scary. Nice. So it, it's mm-hmm. really... Yeah, so it's, you know, although a lot of people didn't like how the Arkham Knight concluded the DLC, the content that it had, it's, it's yeah. really a lot mm-hmm. to go through. And if you're a Batman fan, you'll really enjoy that. All right, what is your next gaming purchase? Okay, so next gaming purchase for me is the Axiom Verge Multiverse Edition, which I bought oh. recently. So mm-hmm. it's also mm-hmm. 15 bucks. so I got nice. it for, for very cheap. Although the box is a bit battered, a bit damaged. You know, it's it's been a few years since and no one wanted to buy it. So Was this in database? Said, yeah. Oh, Nice. And the thing is, the box, the box of Axiom Verge isn't covered in plastic. I don't know, I think it is, but it it's not as durable as the other ones. It's not mm-hmm. as durable as um, some of the special editions of uh, Japanese games and some of the US titles. It's a European special edition. Okay. But, okay, so the box, the box is a, a thing that, you know, I, you have to fix, but in the end, you get Axiom Verge, so basically a Metroidvania game. Nice. Made by one person over the course of five years. We have to talk about this in one episode. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you get that whole game. Along with that, you also get um, the art book. So the art book shows you how Thomas Happ, the guy who made the whole game, drew up all those characters, some concept art, the map, the whole setting. You know how he hand draw how he hand drawn everything before turning it to pixels. Yeah, it's really, really crazy work for him. Um, you also get along with the art book, you get a nice poster. Wow. And behind the poster, you get the whole map of the game. So if you're stuck perfect. in the game, which uh, you, it's perfect. It's an old school. It's a throwback. You know, uh, a lot of Metroid and Castlevania games, some magazines. Um put the maps there. Like, I remember playing Metroid Zero Mission, getting stuck, and I remember I had a magazine that had the whole map of Zero Mission, so I finished Zero Mission thanks to that map. Kind of like game. You remember the times when we still had Games Master? Oh, man. Uh, Games Master. We have to uh, talk about gaming magazines in the Philippines in general as well. So, <laughs> Games Master, man, yes. Uh I collected those ones, and they mm-hmm. were really great pieces of local gaming. Yeah, gaming. that's true. And I, I remember. Um, are you familiar with you EG- know, Yeah. Oh. Are you familiar with EGG? Oh yeah. Yeah. Remember that when it was? Remember it was like trying too hard to do too much. It was a PC cafe. It was a video game console lounge. It, like it was trying to do too much at once. I mean, Remember some that? of the gaming places we played in in college uh, were like a successor to that and did way better. Yeah, but I mean, well, ano ba? Snap. Snap had a lot of that. PS3 and um, 
Xbox and of course the PC Cafe. Like I think it's just that they put place the larger focus on the PC Cafe because we all know that's the money maker here. It, it's it's just yeah. a fact. Anyway, um, yeah. Well, yeah. Is it time for my well, gaming purchases? Or is it your gaming purchase? Wait, wait, wait. Well, your second this, gaming purchase. We're, we're still at Axiom Verge, right? Yes, yes. Axiom Verge. Okay. So we get you get the map. And also, you get another Blu-ray. So the mm-hmm. one of the reasons I bought this Collector's Edition is yeah. because there's another Blu-ray. So that nice. one the whole documentary of how Axiom Verge was made. So if you want to know the story behind the game, you can watch it on the Blu-ray, which is uh, really... Looks really good. I watched a few minutes of it just to get an idea. It looks really clean, well produced uh, stuff, and you also get to see them play through the game in speedrun mode. Nice. So, which is like one of the things that he wanted to have. He wanted to make sure that Axiom Verge is a game you can speedrun because a lot of uh, gamers. (laughs) Kinda. Okay. So I think we can. Uh, that that's it for my purchases. Um, mm-hmm. I think Stephen, you can go with. You can start with yours now. All right. So my two gaming Sulit gaming purchases are, let's see, Spider-Man PS4, and I'm gonna continue the trend of the PS4 itself because it has okay. so many games. Like the PS4 in general for me. Is almost the perfect gaming console. It has a wide variety of games. The console is not too big. It's not too small. And the controls are... It's just... It's, the, the controls are perfect. The joystick position, uh, yeah. fine. That can be debatable for some people. But overall, it's just a perfect gaming system. Perfect controls, yeah, um... wide variety of games. And the graphics are good. Either way, no matter what screen you're on, it's done pretty well. Yeah, okay. I think I can say that the PS4 is kind of like a leveled up version of the PS2. Mm, that's true. I can true. argue with that. Like, so many good because, games. Um, unlike the PS3, you know, it had a better gaming library. It had a better selection of games. Mm-hmm. It was more well-loved by the fans. And, you know, yeah. it sold so much. Yeah, and then... Selling so much right yeah. now. So. Like, and you notice something... PlayStation, what Sony does when the console's kind of dying, they'll start to release the mini versions. Do you notice? Know yeah. We are the at the, the yeah, we're at the end of the PS4's life cycle. We don't have a PS4 Slim yet. No, no, no. There was a Slim. There was? There, yeah, PS4. they released a Slim, then a Pro. Really? Oh, wait, wait. No, and I know they no, they no, released no. the PS4 Pro because the PS4 Pro allows you to play um way better. But I feel way like the PS high def gaming. I feel like the PS wait long. Is there a PS4 Slim? Wait a minute. Yeah, there is. There is a PS4 Slim. Slim. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Ah, yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Okay, you're right. I was wrong. There is a Slim version. The, the PS4 Pro is like. An expanded version of the Slim, kind of like a, a like bigger. a kind of like a preview of, of what the PS5 will be like, yeah. Yeah, kinda. So it it allows you to play 4K gaming and 60 FPS. So if you want a smoother gaming experience, you know the one that would maximize the graphics of the PS4. Yeah. Um, this is the best one you can get. So yeah. Mm. Um, same with Xbox. That's how they did it. They have the they had the 
series. They had the S model. Yeah, I Xbox has so many. I, I lost track, honestly. Yeah, but yeah, the, the upgrades are worth it, by the way. The yeah. slim ones, like the PS2 slim back then was a solid upgrade, you know. It mm-hmm. it was way smaller and it was easier to carry around and place in your home. That's true. And I feel like the Switch kind of resolved all more, of that. Yeah, and it's even more durable than the original PS2. So no, I have crazy. two of them right now. So mm-hmm. I got them for 1,000 pesos each. So I can say that's a solid gaming purchase. Solid so, then, yeah. Yeah, so um, yeah, so PS4 is a really solid purchase. Now we can talk about Spider Man. I think, yeah, Spider Man, it's basically what every Spider Man story should be all about. Parker pushed to his limit and you know, getting the help of his friends and family to get through the day. That's pretty much the best way to summarize this game. The side missions are wonderful. Some do get annoying, but that's more of me being not the best gamer. Um, there was that one side mission. With, um, I think I hate the mission with uh, Punchline, wherein you have to only use two, um, two gadgets. The gravity ball and the, what do you call that? Like the line? The, like the fishing line that hooks the... the enemies it was the hardest one for me right now but anyway besides that this game there's a reason why it won game of the year well not did it win game of the year uh, it was a contender i don't remember it winning although oh no it couldn't it had a hard time winning because it had god of war oh yeah that's true PS4 fighting each other. So it was, yeah. it it was close, but you know, yeah. God of War just swooped that one, which is understandable, especially in the Game Awards. But yeah, um, I love the voice acting. Although there are times that, as a regular show fan, I forget that um, uh, William Sellers, the voice of Doctor Octopus, is Rigby from regular show. So there are times when he's uh, Dr. Octopus is screaming, you're just thinking, oh man, that's Rigby from regular show. And then it just it, it just blows my mind. But it's a wonderful oh. acting by him. It's wonderful acting. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Doc Ock's reveal was really surprising for me when I first played the Spider-Man because they didn't show him at all. Yeah, that's true. Like, I thought, ah, okay, well, I see, you know, like, okay, I guess... Octavius isn't going to be Doc. I mean, although they were kind of giving away hints that end slowly, when you read all his stuff, when you read his items in the office, Mejo, yeah. you know, he starts to talk about his sickness, Mejo the couple of them, and it's just, oh, tap, Mejo lumalabas na eh, di ba? And then, yeah. but that final yeah, the, the reveal that was they, amazing. Yeah, the way they developed him was really solid. That's that. some, like, movie-level reveal for me, uh, honestly. And then you know you get the whole you get the whole cast of uh, classic Spider-Man villains. You, you yeah, get and, Shocker and yeah, like, yeah, I mean the about Shocker, you never see Shocker. I think Shocker was supposed to be an amazing Spider-Man too, but that never happened. Yeah, usually uh, Shocker movie. Shocker shows up for like fifteen minutes and then gets his ass kicked by Spider-Man. That's his job. Pretty much. But yeah, overall, Spider-Man PS4 is a wonderful game, wonderful graphics, wonderful story. They had the balls to kill Aunt May, which is so rare now in Marvel. Which I, so I love what Insomniac did with this game. They had the balls game to physics, kill. Man. 
Spider-Man's aunt and uncle. Yeah. Consecutively. Pretty much. Huh. Yeah. And, but man, the, the reveal of when Aunt May knew that Peter was Spider-Man, it's like, that made me cry. <laughs> just thinking about it now is making me teary-eyed. It's just, it's such a good game. You have to play it. That's that's play, all I can yeah, say. And then, End of story. And then you, yeah, and then you look at the combat of the game, which is a bit like Batman. If you, if you that's true. It. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, it had to have that kind of combat because Spider-Man is also a fast-paced guy. So exactly combos using his web, using the environment. It's you know he and Batman are pretty similar to that, and you know they they're both city crime fighters, so mm-hmm. they really have to brawl out with anything they see next to them. That is true. All right, so... And of course, wait, wait, wait. Let's talk mm-hmm. about the swinging. Okay, the swing. Oh, man. Swinging. Oh, I feel like I was Spider-Man every time you play that. Yeah, you can, you can spend, like, four hours just swinging all of New York and not get tired. You can swing. <laughs> that, is so, that is so true. Like, I don't think yeah. I've ever played this kind of Spider-Man game where you don't get bored swinging. Because, okay, my, my last uh, Spider-Man-related video game was Lego Marvel 1. Lego Marvel 1, it's basic. It's very basic Spider-Man swinging. Besides that, maybe um, Ultimate Alliance 2 on the Wii. Yeah. it's not the best let's just say that so I, think, Alliance. I, I enjoyed that one it was a good game yeah but maybe for the PS2 it's better not not the, not the Wii so many <laughs> games tried to work on the Wii but it just didn't work I had NHL 2K9 it did not work anyway um, yeah the swinging is amazing like there is no way, other way to describe it it really is amazing you don't get bored you just want to keep on swinging, despite the fact that there's the fast travel option there. Yeah, it's and the so fact. Good. Um, one thing about the swinging is that it actually hits the building. You know, it actually latches onto a street corner, yeah, lamppost. So it's That's realistic true. in that sense. Unlike the movies, <laughs> like other Spider-Man games, too many oh, to man. mention. Yeah, yeah. Um, the swinging is like a rhythm game, and you know. Uh, you get also you get the web zip, you get the you get those extra boosts, so it it really feels like you're. And then the music while swinging, oh, the, man. The music goes on while swinging, and it really does does it well. Um, there's also this fact. I uh, am I'm not sure if you noticed, Stephen. Um, if mm-hmm. you're swinging while while talking to like uh other characters, yeah, on the phone. Um, the voice lines are a bit different because um, since he's swinging, so he sounds a bit more exasperated, so a bit more like he has to shout a bit, has to ah, make his voice a bit louder. While, I did not so realize he's talking that. while swinging. Mm-hmm. So nice. yeah, if you notice that, it's it's a it's a nice touch. Mm-hmm. All right, and so then, I you guess know, New York looks really good there. So yeah, mm, Spider-Man is a good purchase. And oh yeah, you forgot to mention the DLC. Oh, the DLC. Um, it's very short. They're very short uh, DLC, but it really does like add up more to the content. It kind of fulfills the missing links in the base game, uh, with Black Cat and Silver Sable among others. Um, yeah, they, yeah, that's basically that's pretty much the be- the only way to describe it. Um, I guess that's it, though, for the week for today. 
Yeah, that's it for our let's leave right um, now, let's so. leave the listeners with a recommendation of the week. This can be music, uh, video games, movies, TV shows, whatever. We're gonna be stuck here for a month. What is your recommendation of the week, Jude? Okay, I think I can stick. So let's just pick one. Yes. One for me. Um, you know, I saw this on YouTube. So a few days ago, um. Gundam Info just released um, Gundam Thunderbolt um, December Sky and uh, mm-hmm. the first two Gundam the two Gundam Thunderbolt movies and nice. Gundam Narrative Perfect. for full on YouTube so you can watch those three movies um, for free right now so mm-hmm. Gundam Thunderbolt the two movies there are really some of the best um, Universal Century work recently and. It's a really different take on Gundam. The details, it's one of the best animated Gundams uh, of the past two years. Uh, the animation is just so, so crisp. The jazz music, what, uh, the jazz music that centers around the whole story is Space jazz. well done. Space jazz, basically. Yeah. That's how. That's what you can describe Gundam Thunder. So basically, it's jazz. just like Char, you know, in a bar drinking his alcohol. Uh, if Char were there, yes. But yeah, it's a nice, it's a side story. It's a okay. side story that's a bit too over the top for for the mainline series. Because remember, um, it's it's based in the set in the original Gundam first Gundam series timeline, but the technology there feels like it's way ahead. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, but that's just the uh, that's just the problems with uh, different creators and their own interpretations of how Gundam tech is done. So. Mm-hmm. The Gundam Thunderbolt movies are great, and narrative is the continuation of Gundam Unicorn. So it's uh, I watched this on the cinema, and I was happy to see it again on Gundam Info. So if you haven't watched these movies, it's a solid Gundam experience, a solid anime experience. So yeah, great, great way to spend your uh, your days at home since we can't go <laughs> out. So it's a nice way to watch a watch a Gundam movie. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. All right, so Jude, it's up to you. Time to close the show. Okay, so I guess that's it. So, so in the end, you know, we had a lot of suited purchases. Um, for the most part, our responses are like, you know, big uh, gaming investments that mm-hmm. wouldn't mean wouldn't uh, that you know, big gaming purchases that would allow you to spend way less in the future that is true that is so true so the ps4 is one great example of that and then we take advantage of a lot of discounts and Mm -hmm. um gaming bundles as well that's true that's how stupid it is and of course the collector's editions they're kind of expensive but but you know at times you get uh you get one collector's edition that feels like you know yeah definitely worth your money the price it's so expensive but yes like (laughs) You know, you can chant to yourself, you deserve it. Yeah. All right. So where can find we find us? So, yeah. Okay. You can. Okay. Now we end this podcast. So you can find this podcast on anchor.fm, which is yeah. our main platform. Um, you can also find us on Spotify, which is our most accessible platform. Yep. And We're on, on other... Apple Podcasts. Yeah, that's on true. Google Podcasts. <laughs> and, and wherever yeah, podcasts are listened to. Yeah, um, I think if you search the geeky ones on um, Google, 
you get to see a more broad uh, a more broad scope of how many platforms we are in. Yeah. I mentioned four of the main platforms, but I think yeah. we are on Player FM as well. That's true. Yes. Yeah. So you can you can check. Um, please do message us. Please do give yeah. us a message on our Facebook, the Geeky Ones Facebook. If you yep. see us on another podcast channel that we haven't known yet, because a lot of podcasts uh, happen to have that kind of uh, kind of thing, like That's appearing true. on multiple platforms. So if you if you do see us there, um, please do give us a message. Although all of the ones we mentioned were verified there, so yeah, please do give us a listen. You can download, you can listen now. You can since you're at home, you can listen to a lot of our back episodes. We have yep. a few gaming episodes we've done back then. We talked about E3 before. We talked about gaming remakes, remasters, yep. and reboots, which is an interesting topic that you might like to hear. And you can also check out our Geeky Ones website. So it's a blog site. We have a lot of content related to our, you know, movie reviews, game reviews. Uh, we also discuss about our favorite things. We have list articles. Yep. And some of our podcast episodes are there. You can uh, you can mm-hmm. access it from there as well. So, um, yeah, and Twitter. If you want to hear from us on Twitter, we're pretty active there, especially when it's wrestling uh Wrestling season, season yeah. wrestling show, <laughs> wrestling weekend. Um, yep. We also, yeah, it's, we it's also do Instagram. Our, yeah. Yeah. Our Instagram. So our Instagram, we tend to cover our gaming events there when we go out, geeky events. So StickerCon, ESGS, we go out, we take pictures, videos. We make sure we share everything we see mm-hmm. uh, just for you guys to see as well. And we also have a few uh, we also review some nice food drinks there as well. <laughs> Especially and on we this also have, uh, Yeah, we also have our Geeky Ones um, screenshots showcase. So I post a few gaming screenshots and talk about the game. I haven't posted all of the screenshots yet. So yeah, I, we, share, we share a lot of content. There are a lot of our favorite geeky content. So if you're a fan of that, you better, uh, you, you, you better give us a follow. It's a nice thing. All right. We're really happy to see uh, more people tend to discover our podcast and our social Mm -hmm. media channels. So we appreciate it if you do. Okay. So yeah, that's our episode. So we'll be we'll be doing a few more episodes in the next couple of weeks. So we have a bit more time about that, and I think we can uh, we can wrap this episode up. So bye bye. (laughs) Yeah, we're the geeky ones, and we'll see you the next episode. So bye guys. Bye.